Hello, and welcome to the Your Personal Journey with Food podcast, hosted by Tracy Cromwell, your certified integrative nutrition health coach, precision nutrition health coach, pro coach, National Academy of Sports Medicine personal trainer and weight loss expert and international best-selling author. I am a recovered pre-diabetic, recovered yo-yo dieter, and recovered body loather. On my podcast, I will be discussing all areas of life that impact your health. That's home environment, physical activity, health, joy, spirituality, relationships, finances, creativity, social life, career, education, and yes, home cooking. I will also be bringing you experts from each of these areas of your life to help you create the ideal, healthy, and supportive relationship, not only with your food, but with yourself and therefore with your life. I appreciate you being here. Now let's get started. Good evening, everyone. Happy Tuesday. Good evening. It's Tough Love Tuesday. Um, Again, gosh, the weeks are going so fast for me all of a sudden, but it's fine. I'm okay with that. So happy Tuesday. Um, First, I, I want to welcome all the viewers who are watching on replay or live on Facebook, also on YouTube. Welcome. And also to podcast listeners, um, welcome as well. You're hearing the recording of Tough Love Tuesday, your personal journey with food podcast. And I had fun today. I went ahead and looked out in my um, back office of my podcast, and I realized I've got some fun areas of listeners. Of course, the United States, that's where I'm based. But next after that is Germany. Um, Egypt, Spain, and the United Kingdom. So it's pretty fun to think about the podcast going international. There's a lot of uh, other countries too that are hopping on. So that's pretty exciting stuff. So so today um, I wanted to talk to you about creating, um, creating a, the right diet for you which it means it's created by you. So that's what our topic's going to be today. Okay. And having what's called bio-individuality. All right. So um, when, when I was a chronic dieter, I tried to pigeonhole myself into all the different diets and I would just get so frustrated. Right. And, um, and then I would blame it on my body for being the problem because obviously this diet should have worked for me because it says it would. And when it didn't, then it, it was um, my fault. So what I've learned, though, is that you can take pieces of all of these diets and create one that works for you. And that's one thing I love to do. I love helping people create that perfect uh, diet for themselves, which over time, which I'll talk a bit about um, a little later, is that it changes depending on what's going on in our lives. So being kind of flexible with your food um, and realizing you can be flexible with your food uh, is uh, a really important thing. Okay. So um, a lot of us just didn't realize that the word the world of healthy eating isn't a one size fits all. So I just mentioned that too. It's not one size fits all, which is why it's common to give up um, on the idea of dieting or 
worse end up living with unmanaged chronic conditions. So you get, again, I became pre-diabetic because I just kept trying to fit into different diets and I'd give up and I would rebound really bad. And then I died again and I rebound even worse. I just gave up. And then I ended up facing a chronic disease. Right. But, um, fortunately that didn't happen to me. Fortunately, if you're watching the broadcast or listening um, uh, to the podcast or watching a replay, you're here and I can give you some really good pointers. So um, we're about to dive into the, the world of what a bio-individualized eating and living. Okay. So everyone's different, right? So we don't have to fit into a box. And that's one thing um, when Inger and I wrote the book, Your Personal Journey with Food, we really wanted to make it interactive because so, we're not all the same. All right. So we have different individualized eating needs and living needs. They're just, there are definitely some similarities among all of us, but um, it's okay that we don't have to be uh, doing the same thing as your neighbor that's working for them. Okay. So um, what's great about this is that this means that you could be on track for resetting your diet and lifestyle to create that wellness plan that feeds your body, mind, and your spirit. So you can just feel good about all of that versus frustrated because you don't seem to fit into a box. So um, yeah, so if you're someone who's tried every diet with no success, which is what I was doing, um, or if you're someone that's currently eliminating foods, or if you have, you know, any conditions or symptoms that you're concerned about, this is a good a good place to be right now to listen in. And also if you're in a position like that and you just want some input or whatever, you can always reach out to me. Um, you can go to my, my website, tracycromwell.com and set up a time to chat or direct message me. It's perfectly fine. I'm available. I'm here. But um, yeah, so um, also, oh, I meant to ask, if you know, after you've listened to this broadcast or watched it, if you see anybody or know anyone you think it can help, um, kindly share it. That would be great. Okay, so here we go. The bespoke of dieting. There isn't one way of eating healthy. So how many of you have heard these things? Um, opt for fat free. Oh, and then fats are good for you. And here we go. Artificial sweeteners are a healthy alternative to sugar. And then artificial sweeteners wreak havoc on your gut. Eggs are bad for your cholesterol. Eggs are a superfood. Keto helped me lose 45 pounds. Keto made me feel bloated and tired. So we've heard all these contradictory things, right? So that uh, means basically, well, not everything's right for everybody. So, um, yeah, so when it comes to the dieting and healthy eating, we've seen a lot of mixed signals, okay, over the years. And that's left us feeling really confused, frustrated, and fed up. Again, I realize that's as confused and frustrated dieter. That was me. So, but so anyway, um, as the integrated nutrition health coach, you know, I've really spoken, I've spoken to dozens of people who've been following the guidelines of health, quote unquote, healthy eating without getting the results that they want. And that's what was happening to me, you know, not losing the weight, not feeling energized, um, their mood's not improving, you know, and like I was, I just felt like it was my fault. Um, so, you know, the reality is that 
we just haven't been given the tools to understand what our body is trying to tell us. And, and, and we're feeding ourselves, you know, based on headlines, right? So we're based on headlines, articles, um, without, you know, taking into our own biological factors. So, um, for me, again, it started in the nineties with the food pyramid. We were all, maybe it was the eighties. Someone can correct me if you want, but, um, when the main thing we were supposed to eat was bread, grains, pastas, all of that. And I think veggies were pretty high up on the pyramid as a small thing. And that's when my dieting nightmares happened because I started eating like that and I just started gaining weight. And so, um, you know, I know science is changing and, and we're learning a lot in science. So, um, and how the body really uh, uh, works with the things that we put in our mouths. And so basically, um, it isn't all our fault, but I want to challenge you as I go through this, that you take some responsibility too, for figuring it out, which can actually be kind of fun. So, um, the other thing is that really our diet changes, you know, throughout our life. Um, I have one client is working with, and, um, she, she had to make some, um, options because she wasn't able to exercise for a little while. So what did we do? We made a little bit of optional changes to her diet because she wasn't going to need as much um, fuel while she wasn't able to exercise. We just made that minor tweak. Now she's back to exercising and now we're adjusting her food again. And so we can look at things like what's going on in your life. How does the food ebb and tide? Um, you know, you look at someone who's running and playing soccer every single day, um, or, or you know, like a 14 year old, right? That's going to be a different fuel intake than someone say like me, I, I'm, I'm still exercise, but I sit a lot more. I'm not running, I'm not doing that massive cardio work. So if I was eating like the, you know, the 14 year old doing all the cardio, it, it just wouldn't work for my body. And that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. That's just, the way I, I am at this moment in my life. So, so thinking of that is really important. What's your, what's your lifestyle like? Um, you know, so tonight I'm going to explore how you can create a foundation. All right. You can create a foundation for healthy eating based on getting a better understanding of, of how to be in tune with your body, you know, where you live, your home, your best friend. Okay. Your body's your best friend. It carries you through your life. And um, and sometimes it it can get addicted to stuff that shouldn't. And sometimes your brain can. And we just got to get these two things working together, the brain, the body, um, so that it can feel good, so your brain can feel good. Okay. So right off the bat, you can, um, how about this? Think of, are there any foods that your body disagrees with? So as you're watching this, think about that or listening. Is do you know of anything that your, your, you know, if you really think about it, your body disagrees with, and if you do, and you want to share it, go ahead and post it in the comments or direct message me, but yeah, but what could it be? I know for me, milk. Okay. Horrible. I don't feel good. And it, and, um, so I know that for sure. And sadly, egg whites. I'm so sad. <laughs> My mouth misses eggs but my body tells me, no, we can't have eggs. <laughs> so, so do you have a uh, nervous signal that your body tells you that's not 
it's something's just not quite right. That's one of your first key ins. Okay. It's just paying attention. Hmm, how do you feel? So how can you determine what works for you? Um, so creating this bio individualized diet, it means that you become a detective, a super sleuth. And again, Ingrid and I write about this. I write about this in the, your personal journey with food book. It's putting on that detective hat, you know, and, um, you know, specifically you want to be looking for how your, how you feel after you eat something, how you, how you feel after you eat specific things. So I like to, as a health coach, I like to recommend keeping a log. So if anyone's worked with me before or um, you haven't, I'll say, just keep a log um, of what you eat. It's not a log to flog yourself and abuse yourself. Oh, I can't believe I ate that. It's about, oh my gosh, can I get some data? Can I get some feedback here in terms of um, how this food is making me feel? And then you're able to see patterns. So, um, and then you can figure out what, what foods fuel you and support you in a good way? Or are there some that don't serve you? Uh, if you've heard my podcast before, read my book, um, you've met a client, you'll, you've heard my caramel story. <laughs> I love caramels. My mouth loves caramels. But when I eat them, my tummy hate just can't stand them. It's really hard on me. So anyway, um, you know, that's one, another one that I know doesn't make me feel good. So um, things to look for um, when you're trying to figure out if something's uh, your body is not liking at the moment. Um, you um, here's an idea. You might notice you may feel better, you know, after eating some warm vegetables with a meal, or you might feel great after completely having a raw salad. Um, perhaps you notice, oh my gosh, when you eat apples, you feel bloated. Um, you know, do salty foods make your head hurt or do you notice swelling when you eat salt? So we're trying to just figure out those little things, becoming a super sleuth. And, um, you know, sometimes we just don't know how how crummy we're feeling until we actually take the time to think about it. I know I didn't realize how awful I was feeling. I thought it was, I was feeling normal. Um, you know, and I always wondered why other people had more energy than I did, but I, I didn't know anything since growing up eating foods that my body wasn't able to handle. I just never felt good. So I didn't know any different. So when you, um, do this little analyzing and super sleuthing, it really can give you that really great insight. Um, you know, so here's a, here's a great thing to think about. So um, just do a little check-ins with yourself. Uh, you can set a timer or something to remind you to check in. But you can say after you've eaten, um, does my stomach feel settled? Um, is my heart rate up? Um, do I feel bloated or gassy? Um, have I do I have good bowel movements? You know, I'm regular. Am I constipated? Do I have diarrhea? And then you start to write these little things down and you're like, Hmm, what did I eat? Um, the day before, what was I eating this morning? Uh, and you just start to kind of make a neat, um, you know, chart of things. 
The other good thing is like, what are your energy levels like? You know, um, have they been consistent throughout the day or are you tanking up and down? Do you feel like you're amped and then crashing, amped and crashing? And that's when um, having just little jotted notes to go back to can really help. Same with your mood. Do you feel anxious, emotional? Do you feel depressed? Those kind of comments kind of put those down really quick. Um, it can be hard sometimes to wrap our minds around it, but um, the fact is that the food we eat has, has an immense effect, massive effect on our overall life. Okay. Um, so that self-analysis exercise can really help bring understanding um, to it and fruition. I know um, when I don't, when I eat something that bothers me and I'll notice like also my heart rates up and I'm like, and I'll do a scan check. Am I anxious? I'm like, I feel like I'm anxious because my heart rate's up, but I, I start thinking about stuff and I'm like, there's not, I'm not really anxious about anything specific. So then I start to think, well, what did I eat? Um, did I overeat? Am I just over full? Did I have too much coffee? <laughs> so that kind of stuff. And it's so rewarding to actually be able to kind of figure it out instead of feeling lost in it that you don't know and you feel like you have no, um, way out. So it's really fun when you start to figure out those things. Um, so I'm a big, big proponent of greens and vegetables. So here's something that you can think about too. When you are creating your own ideal diet that makes you feel good, gives you energy, um, I really, really, really recommend adding greens. Okay. So um, the great part is they're various kinds. And so maybe someone can't eat a specific green, but they, they can eat another one. And there's just so many options to choose from. Uh, so we can all benefit from our vegetables. All right. They've got great nutrients that we need. Um, when our body is nutrient dense, because we're eating nutrient dense food, cravings can slow down. We just feel better. We have more energy. So, um, so we've got the dark leafy greens and, you know, they're pretty universally digestible, especially when they're cooked. Um, and they can be a bit more affordable and, and can be easily incorporated into meals. So if you have, find that you're having trouble with certain vegetables, experiment with cooking them, you know, um, versus eating them raw. Some are more digestible when they're cooked. Um, you know, for example, some people, here's a thing on broccoli, which is really interesting. Some people can digest the crown easier than digesting the actual stem. And um, I know my body likes um, steamed broccoli better than raw broccoli. Plus my taste buds seem to like it better too. <laughs> so anyway, but, um, you know, raw kale, for example, can make someone feel, you know, kind of gassy, but if you steam it or saute it, it, it doesn't. Okay. So you can just practice with things like that. So if you've tried something raw and it didn't work, try cooking it, um, instead, you know, just a nice quick little blanch or something like that can help. And you can toss it in a salad with some carrots, um, things, you know, make it colorful. Um, and here's one thing too, this took me a little while to do. Um, my plates used to be half rice or half carbohydrate, potato, you know, white, 
And then I had a big piece of meat and I had a little bit of veggies. So what I started to do was move the vegetables to a higher amount of quantity on the plate. Um, it, to me, it used to be rice, mass amount of right, white rice with a little veggie. And so if you can turn that to a bit less of the, the rice and you try to aim for about half your plate to be vegetables, it's a really good goal. It can seem daunting at first, but if you just slowly transform that plate, um, your brain will learn that, oh, we're going to be okay if we don't eat all that rice or all those potatoes. And how are we supposed to eat all those vegetables? You know, so if you kind of crowd it out, which I'll talk a little bit about, but um, yeah, and you can always spice them up at different seasonings. You can roast them. You can do whatever you like with them. But yeah, definitely, um, you know, try and get mostly veggies on that plate with, a, with your good protein, whatever you decide to have. And you're unique. You'll, you'll find those fun things that you like that taste good. And as you practice, it won't feel so daunting um, to fill half that plate with vegetables. And one of the ones I had to learn was Brussels sprouts. I swore I would never eat Brussels sprouts ever. Um, I love them now roasted many different ways with many different seasonings. But Tracy from 15 years ago, nope, no, 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 no. And she wouldn't even think that today I'd be talking, eat Brussels sprouts. So never say never. <laughs> okay. All right. The next important thing as you create your ideal you know, diet. And again, diet just means a continuous intake of food. It doesn't mean always dieting, meaning um, deprivation or, or taking away calories to lose weight. Diet just means that's what you consume on a consistent basis. So we call it the standard American diet. Standard American diet is technically not the best diet, but it's a diet. It's a form of consumption every day. You can have vegan, um, you can have Whole 30, you can do Mediterranean diet. So just think of it that way. You're creating your, your ideal diet for you, for your lifestyle. So as you do that, you want to be aware of sugar. You want to um, think about how sugar is impacting your life. And with that, I do want to say, I do, I am offering right now, um, I've, I've done this course a few times for different periods of time. But I'm settling in, I think, a 30-day program is perfect, but I'm doing a junk food and sugar debunk challenge. It's open for enrollment right now. So um, we're going to be focusing on a lot of the stuff I'm talking about tonight and implementing it into your life. And, um, and so sugar is a big thing, right? So our bodies are built to crave sugar, okay? But what they're meant to crave, what they really want is what's from nature. So that's from berries, watermelon, you know, squash, honey, you know, sugar gives us energy, but um, it can also, if you have too much, can, can create additional fat storage. Um, it can contribute to issues like diabetes and obesity when eaten in excess. And that was me when I was um, pre-diabetic and I was heading into being a type two diabetic, I was eating way too much sugar, way too many carbohydrates. I wasn't exercising. 
I was doing all my wine pairing and my chocolate pairing, you know, I was having fun in a way, but uh, my poor body was like, stop, Tracy, please listen. So one sugar, sugar addict to others. Um, yeah, me. Um, so what I had to do and what's uh, as a bio individual person and what you want to do, okay, it's your job. And as it was mine was to learn how sugar was impacting my body and both in the natural and artificial flavorings. Okay. It was my job, nobody else's job. It was mine. And so that was a hard pill to swallow because I didn't want to take responsibility. <laughs> so anyway, I laugh at who I was <laughs> anyway. Um, but again, I like to make it fun, just this journey. So it is your responsibility though, right? It's mine to be wary of what I'm doing, but you can do it too. You can be responsible. So when you're, when you're creating this, this lifestyle for yourself, um, paying attention. Okay. Some people, let's talk about diet soda for say, some people have it now and then it's not a big deal. Um, their body tolerates it. Um, but others, they can have a reaction to diet soda where they're running to the bathroom, you know, because their body doesn't like the ingredients and it's going to purge it out. For me, when my glucose sugars got too high, I was going to the bathroom all the time. My body's trying to dump out all that sugar that it couldn't um, get into the cells to create energy, right? So, um, you know, you can have somebody that, um, can go ahead and have a piece of cake and not have an issue with one little piece of cake. Another person can have, can set off a craving of massive, you know, just constant eating. It can set off um, a headache. You have um, artificial ingredients for sweeteners that can cause headaches, digestive issues for some people, not others. So that's where that little, that journaling exercise I mentioned is so helpful because you can say, oh, gosh, why do I feel so awful? Oh, oh, my goodness, I never connected this and that. Wow. You know, so the other thing is even foods we think that are healthy may not may not serve us. So um, um, the, the fructans, um, the fructans, basically, and an apple might make you feel bloated. OK, so although that apple is healthy, technically it's got vitamins and, and nutrients in it, but it may make you feel bloated. And I know of many people that can't eat apples. They get bloated. Okay. And, um, or eating too much avocado might make your stomach hurt. Um, so understanding your way, your body responds to different things is important so that you can find the healthy foods that support you. And also so that you can also find out that no matter what, you're committed, find out how you can get yourself committed to do your best to limit the refined sugar. So we're talking about sugars again. Um, and it's hard because they're hidden in everything. It, you know, if you start looking through sauces as well as salt, way too much salt in canned soups and stuff. It's so frustrating to me. That's a different show altogether, but sugar is hidden in everything. Okay. So it's just being, again, something I didn't want to do was have to read labels. I didn't have time, but you know what? You have to make time to know what's in that, uh, um, that jar you're buying or that box. You turn that label over 
you look at sugar quantity, you know, volume, um, salt volume, you know, if it says healthy on the front, you better turn it around. And sometimes too, those low sodium um, cans, can back on my soapbox, will say lower sodium, but that's just in comparison to that product line's other normal sodium content, okay? So you turn it around and you're like, am I willing to put this into my body? Okay, sugars, that kind of a thing. So um, as you create that new diet for you, that's gonna help you get where you wanna go. Yeah, reading those labels, um, sugars in unlikely places, salad dressings, yogurt. Um, so you can find out with yogurt, sometimes they'll add fruits. Um, just make sure you, I think they're getting better now with the labeling of what's added sugar or what's just sugar from the fruit or natural sugar. So just make sure you know, juice is a culprit. If you love juice, watch out for that. I know it depends on how old you are, but remember juice, juice glasses used to be just this little tiny thing. So you're only supposed to have a little bit of juice and then we end up drinking way too much. So watch the juices um, and watch out for condiments, um, ketchup, all those kinds of things have hidden sugar. And this, again, is stuff that I'll be working through with those that join the 30 day debunk challenge. It'll be fun. So um, also, uh, if you're interested, you could, you know, you may want to try an elimination diet. And that means that you pull certain foods out and you put them back in. And that's something that I like helping people with. So if that's something you're interested in talking more about, you can always reach out to me here, too. All right. So as you're creating your perfect diet for you, know your fats, F-A-T-S. So, oh my goodness. I remember back 80s, fat got, uh, really got the, you know, bad end of the stick. It was just, it was determined that um, if you ate fat, you automatically had issues with heart disease, cholesterol, and you would get fat. Um, so they took all the fat out of all the processed foods, but then they added sugar. So that's why we have a sugar problem now, but they also created fake fats. So, um, there's a lot of fake fats out there. Um, and, and if you think about our body, it's, it's a living organism. Um, our body, um, what doesn't know how to process a lot of this processed food. It, it wasn't made to do that. Um, to eat artificial ingredients or ingredients that have been pulled apart, um, um, nutritional items have been pulled apart and then put back together with vitamins added back in. It, it's not, it, we're a living organism. So you think about it that way too when you're shopping. Um, think about what, what might be in that box and how was it processed, okay? So um, fake fats um, are and modified fats can be a big culprit. So type of fat is important, all right, to take into consideration. So trans fats, there's a, a lot of, um, of more info on trans fats now. We want to avoid them, okay? So check any label, anything out there that says trans fat. Um, it's been now tied to inflammatory response in the body. Again, the body doesn't know how to handle that kind of an ingredient and it causes inflammation. So inflammation can set off heart disease. It can set off a lot of chronic illness, um, swelling, just discomfort, agitation. Um, it, you know, um, trans fats have been linked to insulin resistance, um, heart disease. So, um, 
you know, if you have trans fats that are hidden in your foods, it's worth um, sending them on their way. And I like to tell people, don't donate to the food bank. We don't want to give that to them either. They, it just shouldn't even be sold. It's <laughs> my opinion. All right. So type of fat, um, trans fat is a byproduct of hydrogenation hydrogenation. So that turns oils into solids to prevent them from going rancid. Okay. Um, you'll find them in processed foods. And what it's for is to basically um, help food last longer on the shelf uh, for a long period of time. So um, again, that's a good thing to question as you're buying your food. Hmm, it's supposed to sit on a shelf for how many years? <laughs> How's my body supposed to respond to that? Um, Next fat is saturated fats. So we just want to be careful with these. Um, so uh, saturated fats are those that turn solid at a room temperature, but are um, liquid when they're hot. So that can be fat, uh, ghee and coconut oil. So just watch those, um, bacon fat, that kind of a thing. Um, moderation. Um, and then there's the fats that are liquid when we're at room temperature. So that's that's uh, fats from nuts, seeds, avocados. Um, you can get avocado oil now, which is wonderful. Really good option. Um, olive oils, that type of a thing. And they're the poly, um, they're a great source of poly unsaturated fats. And there's also omega-3s. So that's that comes from, you know, your omegas come from, you know, salmons and things like that. Um, so as again, a bio-individual person, it is your responsibility to figure out what works for you, okay? And, and go ahead and take the time to, to figure that out. And then, you know, talk to your doctor, make sure you know what your metabolic, um, you know, metabolic panel looks like. Make sure you know what cholesterol levels are, your blood pressure, other factors, all that kind of stuff that may determine how you um, metabolize fat. So it is worth knowing that information being that super sleuth, like I talked about earlier, and, um, you know, making a good choice for yourself. And then let's see here. We are almost done. Okay, protein. So as you create your own um, diet that's going to work for you, you can play around with several things. We can get protein from animal animal proteins, and we can also get protein from vegetables. I like to mix things up with um, some days I eat um, mostly vegetables and I don't have any meat and then I'll have meat other days. It works for me really well. My body likes that. So um, there are uh, ways to, um, to get protein other than animal meats. Um, and that would be with nuts, seeds, legumes. Um, those are great. Quinoa, lentils, nuts, chia seeds um, are some good choices. Um, Grass-fed um, and cage-free eggs, except for me. I wish my body liked eggs. Um, anyway, fish, um, those types of things. Um, so you can, you want to integrate proteins. Protein is a really important building block. Um, for your body. Okay. It needs protein. I also, um, I enjoy a protein shake. I make them myself, 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 myself. Um, 
but I like, uh, I can't have whey protein because my body doesn't like it. I know that it's supposed to be a very well digestible protein for some people. It's probably perfect for me. I'm right in the bathroom in about 60 minutes with diarrhea. Like my body is like, no, you can't have this. So I like a good vegetarian protein powder. And then I load it up my, 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 my shakes with a ton of greens and some berries. Okay. So anyway, to get really good protein, you can figure out that. And um, eating for, eating to keep your gut happy. Okay. So um, your, your gut is not just an intestinal tract to throw waste out. Your gut is an important aspect of, oh, I don't know if you can hear my cat. He's been yelling out there for both broadcasts now the last two weeks. <laughs> anyway, um, but um, yeah, so a majority of Americans, we live with digestive issues and I did the same, you know, cause I was trying to eat foods that my digestive tract couldn't handle. And, you know, your gut isn't just a waste dump. It's connected to nearly every system and organ in our body. So that means the way we treat our gut has significant impact on everything. Okay. Every single thing. Again, I used to force my body. It's like, come on, you're just going to tolerate whatever I put in you. And it's your fault if you can't deal with it. Okay. But that didn't get me very far. <laughs> it created an awful relationship with my body, myself, and just, I didn't feel good. So they know now that gut imbalance, an imbalanced gut, okay can be linked to chronic disease, inflammation, obesity, diabetes, heart disease, Crohn's disease, you know, Crohn's disease. Um, here are some examples of what to look for. It, you might have an imbalanced gut would be headaches, mood swings, fatigue, depression, or anxiety, digestive issues like gas and bloating, suppressed immunity or an autoimmune disorder, um, eczema, skin issues, um, food allergies and sensitivities. You could have what's called leaky gut. So most everything you eat sets off an immune response. Okay. They're finding out all this kind of stuff. And a lot of it's related to what we consume. Also lifestyle habits, other things that I'm not talking about in this um, broadcast, but um, a good example, think of like when you have the flu and you have diarrhea, okay. And your gut just has, it gets rid of trying to get rid of things and it disrupts it. Or if you've had, I've had this example before you've had too much to drink and you feel more anxiety, fatigue, probably a little bit more paranoid because you've messed up your gut system because of what you consumed. It really messes with that, that really amazing microbiome, that, that whole world that's in your gut. And that um, microbiome is so important. They're discovering and they're calling it like our second brain. So taking care of your gut is really important. It can make your life so much better if you do that. So a healthy gut responds different to foods um, than one that's imbalanced. So, you know, and absorption rate, you can have a really messed up gut and you eat and you're not absorbing anything. Your body's not getting in any nutrition. You could be trying vitamins, but if you can't absorb them because your gut is, you know, messed up, you know, it's something to think about. So um, that's another area I like to work with people on is helping them figure out how to get their gut back in order and um, back on track. 
And um, so taking care of that gut as you make these changes to make your perfect diet, doing those things I talked about earlier, that can help your gut immensely. All right. So anyway, which diet's right for you? My last point. So there's over like a hundred dietary theories out there. So we can say we've tried every diet, but really we haven't. There's like a hundred plus of them, of these theories. So it's basically figuring out what can you put together that works right for you. Okay. So that's going past what the US, you know, USDA decides is good for us. It's it's tweaking and fine-tuning those things. So um if you're feeling overwhelmed or frustrated, which I was and confused <laughs> on how to put this together, um, I'd love to help you. I would love to help you um figure that out. So um get started, go ahead and just get started figuring out your own bio, you know, biodiversity and how your food impacts you, how you feel, how, you know, do that journaling, take little pieces at a time and have fun figuring it out. Okay. Try and have like an attitude of like, okay, what's going to happen if I do this? What happens here? If I do that, what's happening over there? Okay. And it can make it a lot more fun and rewarding than than a punishment mentality. Okay. So, um, that whole aspect of creating the diet that was right for me changed my life forever and it can change your life forever. Okay. And also a family members, you know, whatever you do can impact and help other people around you like a ripple effect. Okay. So, um, with that, um, if you have any questions, always feel free to, to, um, reach out to me, um, direct message me. That's fine. Or leave a comment and I'll happily get back to you. I'm not too busy to try and get back to you and answer your questions. Um, also, you know, right now it's, um, the time of the recording of this for what, January 10th? Are we? January 10th of 2023. So opening up that 30 day junk food and sugar debunk challenge. So get the opportunity to hop in there. Um, and, um, you know, if you're not sure yet, I'm going to keep op uh, it open for a little while. So you can hop in there and start the challenge and start creating um, your ideal diet and also discover how sugar and junk food is impacting your life. Okay. It'll be a lot of fun. So, all right, everybody. Um, that's all I had for tonight. I'll just really quick recap what I mentioned. So, um, there's not one way of eating healthy for everyone. Okay. Um, you want to determine what's right for you by journaling and paying attention about how you feel throughout the day after you eat something. Um, I like to focus on veggies. Veggies are good for you. So figuring out how you like them, um, cooked and trying different spices, uh, big one, understand what sugar does to your body and understanding that is so important. It's extremely addictive and that's where this challenge will help you, um, know your fats, um, finding protein that will help you, um, you know, with the building blocks you need and eating to keep your gut happy. And then again, just realizing there's over a hundred plus dietary theories and it can seem confusing. 
but it is worth putting it all together. All right, everybody. I will talk to you soon. I'll see you next week. Have a great one. Again, if you have any questions, always feel free to reach out. Talk to you soon. Okay, bye. Are you confused and frustrated with your relationship with food, with yourself? Have you dieted and lost weight to only gain it back again or even gain more weight than you lost? Do you want to be able to go out to dinner and not worry about being on a diet? Well, if you've answered yes to any of these questions, then Tracy Cromwell can help you. She has been where you are, a yo-yo dieter, stuck in all the noise of the diet world. She became pre-diabetic in 2006 and felt like a failure. She had so much to overcome in her beliefs around food and beliefs about herself. And she can help you do the same. Yep, have a positive and supportive relationship with food, your body and your mind. Tracy is a certified integrative nutrition health coach and precision nutrition health coach. To get started today, go to tracycromwell.com and schedule your complimentary 50-minute It's Time to Take Care of Me session. That's certified integrative nutrition health coach and precision nutrition health coach, Tracy Cromwell. Hello, I hope you enjoyed this recent podcast. This podcast is for informational purposes only. Be sure to seek professional care by a doctor or other qualified medical professional as this podcast is not a substitute for their professional care. Be sure to seek out a qualified medical practitioner that is right for you. And be sure to create a supportive team of licensed and certified care practitioners, health coaches, and trainers that can help you make the lifestyle changes you desire.